I believe that we are all inherently creative, though some of us are more or less connected to that flow of energy within ourselves. I've been in a primarily creative role for the last four years, and in that time, I've learned quite a bit about my own creative process. I think it's important that we share our processes with others because I've spoken to so many creatives who seem to be struggling with their own process and also struggle with one or two steps of the more universal creative process. I have a friend who is a writer and he talks about his writing process as a struggle that he has to wrestle his words out of himself and onto the page. And while I think that there is something inherently poetic about that, it can also be so much easier and more enjoyable. <laughs> There's this idea that I find to often be true that the first step in the creative process is resistance. An idea comes like a cat that follows us home on a walk and weaves around our ankles hoping it will be let into our home. And we swish the idea around in our mouths for a while dream about, how we could bring it to life, and there may be waves of excitement or even feelings of dread. There can be this sense of exasperation that, oh no, this idea has come to us and now it's our responsibility, but what will it cost us? How completely and utterly will it consume us? And we'll be in the resistance until we decide one of two things. One, we decide to reject the idea. And I believe that in that moment, it either stays somewhere in our energetic field because it has come to us for a reason, or if it's one of those ideas that is just yearning to come into the world and it's not so particular about who it comes through, then it goes to someone else. The other decision we can make is to decide that yes, we will do this. We will embrace this idea and see it to fruition discovered that the process of making that decision is less logical and more intuitive and energetic. It feels to me like playing double dutch, where you have two jump ropes spinning in opposite directions, and you have your hands out in front of your body, and you're just waiting for that perfect moment to jump in. Because if you go at the wrong moment, you're going to get whacked in the face or tripped with one of the jump ropes. So you've got to go with the time that is just right. And then once you're in, you're in until it's over. I know that when I say yes to an idea, it consumes me. I find myself filled with more energy than I typically ever have. I wake up feeling like I've already had three cups of coffee and I stay up until the wee hours of the morning completely devoted. This idea turns into a project and the energy of it flows through me so constantly that it is all I can think about obsess over it in every waking moment until it is done. That can last days, weeks, or months, depending on how long it takes me to complete it. I recently did this with my course, Alchemize Your Anxiety, and mind you, this is a course that first came to me in 2017, and I've taught it a few times, but I was never able to bring through the purest, truest version of it until this year. So when it came in, at the end of last year, whispering like, hey, it's time. I found myself in that resistance. Am I really ready to do this? Do I have what it takes? Can I do this project justice? And 
perhaps most of all, am I ready to be possessed by this project? What often happens is that I come to a point where it's no longer a choice. It's more like I can't hold the tsunami back any longer and so I just have to stop pushing and let the waves carry me and swim in the ocean until eventually I am set back down gently at the shore. This being carried is an extremely invigorating time. I live for these periods of creation in my life. They are some of the most satisfying and fulfilling experiences. To feel myself as this thriving, vibrant channel, bringing through an energy, an idea, a transmission, in a way that uses my natural gifts and talents, but that also challenges me because I don't necessarily know how to do everything that needs to be done in order to bring it to life. And so I end up learning a lot creatively, technologically, and logistically. I'm pushed to some of my limits. And then I also get to swim with ease in my own genius. And there's really not much better than feeling that. And then I have these times when I'm in it where I think, this isn't sustainable. I'm going too hard. I need to relax more. Who is this person? I don't recognize myself. Not taking time to rest, not taking breaks. Those ideas are maybe a little bit silly because it really feels like I'm not in control. Like the energy of the idea has taken over my vessel for a time and it uses me and my instruments to come to life. And then eventually something happens. It feels as though the marathon is over and I rest. And I rest hard. I sleep long hours. My productivity level plummets and I feel sluggish. And then (laughs) I get into this mindset often, at least at first, where I think, oh my gosh, no wonder I'm so tired. Look at all that I've been doing for the last few months. Look at how much work I've been putting in. Look at how much I've been producing. This is crazy. Like anyone would be exhausted. I deserve to rest. So I embrace it. And then after a little time, maybe like a week or two, that feeling of compassion for myself somehow turns into judgment. And I find myself wondering, what am I going to do next? And then there's this internal battle because I'm so proud of what I've done and I honor all that it's required of me. And yet it's kind of like the river's run dry and I'm wondering, when is it all going to be bursting with life again? I sometimes find myself forcing ideas or trying to think of things. But what I really tried to do is trusting that this time of rest and sort of creative emptiness is part of my creative process. And I cannot rush it. And if I tried to, I would probably just burn myself out. And we don't want that. So I'm learning to trust this process more and more. Trust the downtime and the lull. Enjoy getting all the rest. Just trust the process. Inevitably, what will happen is that an idea, when I least expect it, is going to come. Probably late at night, when it's quiet. Oftentimes when I'm trying to fall asleep, it's like an idea just gets airdropped from the universe. And ping! My eyes pop open, and I grab my phone, and I write it down as fast as I can. And sometimes it's just a quick jot of a few words. 
turn higher self into a daily podcast. Other times, all of the details flood in at once. This happened maybe a year ago. I had this idea for a course that came in and it would not leave me alone. And I was like, okay, I have to go to bed now. Like, tell me more in the morning, tell me in my dream. But right now, I gotta go to bed. (laughs) So I start to fall asleep. I'm right on the edge of sleep. And then my eyes pop open and this huge airdrop would come into my brain and I would just have to write it down. And I find myself typing furiously on my phone until three in the morning, until finally I just got out of bed. I went downstairs, opened my computer and just let it all come out. I opened myself fully and just surrendered to the huge energy flow that was coming through. Now, I haven't really done much with that information since it's just kind of sitting and waiting and ready for when it's time to come to life. I have this huge list of ideas. It's courses and events and card decks and meditations and all sorts of things that I feel inspired to create, but I really deeply trust that I do not have to decide which one will be next. The next one will emerge in perfect timing when it is ready and I am ready. And just trusting the ebb and flow of that rhythm has been one of the most beautiful things that I've learned to embrace. I have this loving, deeply respectful relationship with my creativity where it flows by itself. I don't have to push the river. I don't have to will it to flow. And I don't have to fear the times when the river runs dry because I know that flood will always come again, usually when I least expect it. Here are the key takeaways for your creative process. Resistance is part of it. And the more you learn about your relationship to resistance and how to work with it, the happier you will be and the easier everything will be. Your creative process is yours. While I believe it is a good thing to talk to other creatives about their process, don't let anyone tell you that yours is wrong or bad or not good enough. The final takeaway, as much as you can, learn to respect, honor, accept, and embrace your unique process. It is yours to marry. Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at Karina.Davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more, alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.higherself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. 
And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.